0: What up, ladies and gents? It is Tuesday. Man, it's hot. What if you could just sweat it out? Hmm, what's he talking about? Let's find out. Shut
1: up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you.
0: what up ladies and gents man from east coast to west coast we got a good show for you guys today i got two fellers who are in phenomenal shape i thought i was in good shape uh, nah i mean i do a little bit of workout here and there but these guys can teach you how to take care of your body your mind and ultimately your soul uh i got the sweated out podcast crew here today josh and anthony welcome to the program fellas thanks for having us man yeah appreciate I really it.
2: appreciate it man
0: all right, let's just dive into the nitty gritty. I, I anytime I have a podcaster on the show, I want to know what was the journey like to getting in, in getting into podcasting. How long have you been doing it? What's it been like for you?
3: Oh man, it's uh, it's been a it's been a ride so far. I I think uh, I think Anthony would agree with me on that
0: one. One hundred percent
3: from the uh, beginning. From yeah. One hundred. Yeah. So we we launched our show May fifth, I believe May fifth, and and we started you know planning for it. Uh, real hard, probably beginning of March, like right when the lockdown happened here in, in Miami, but we've been talking about it for over a year now and just, you know, finally
0: got the guts to say, screw it and, and made it happen. Exactly. So was it, the the COVID gave you the time push? You were like, all right, now's the time. We got time. We're all locked in. Let's do it. Yeah, pretty much. 100%.
2: Pretty. It was just that, it was that eye opener. It was that, you know, that moment of like, all right, what are we doing? You know, just, are we going to? wait around and and just wait here, you know, are we going to actually push forward and make this shit happen? You know, it was, it was just basically that, that time capacity that now we had to be able to do what we wanted to do and just not eat shit anymore for a year and be like putting all these excuses in front of us of not of why we weren't doing what we wanted to do.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's the key, right? The the getting the excuses out of the way. I mean, we all have them, dude. They're excuses, and you know, uh I always do the PG version because I teach high school, right? I'm like, excuses are like noses, everybody's got one, right? That's just uh. like <laughs> 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 gotta mix it up a little bit. No, but I mean, dude, I, I was talking to uh to Bernardo de la Vega from the Fiesta app. He has a a program that's kind of uh that's shaping the way we do podcasting. Uh, helps you create content really quick, right? And and he, we were talking about the metrics of the number of people who have started a podcast. Um, I used to drop the the number that there were a million podcasts and out of those million, half of them had 14 episodes or less. Well, boom, COVID hits and all of a sudden we went from a million podcasts, we like doubled in the number of podcasts that are out there. And it's funny because we started uh, in July of 2018. So we'd been podcasting for a while. It started getting, you know, really good for us. And then COVID hit and I can see our, our numbers go eww, drop down a little bit. And we kind of plateaued on that lower end. There's just so much selection. It's like it's like when you go to 7-Eleven and you go to get a soda or whatever. And there's like a, a million options at the fountain drink section. You don't know what to pick, right? So I think that's kind of what's mm-hmm. happening with COVID. Uh, what's you, What's your experience been like as far as your audience when you're when you're growing your podcast,
3: uh, at first, you know it was definitely uh, an eye opener for us. I mean, we've been in the health and fitness sphere for for quite a while, and and have our names out there. Uh, you know, for the most part, the majority of people that that we come in contact with know who we are from from our social media profiles and you know working with us and seeing us work with other brands. So, kind of starting a whole new business, uh, getting into podcasting was was really interesting for us because it made us take a step back and understand like, okay, it's a whole nother, you know, whole nother realm we're entering. We got to take it patiently. Uh, We have to continue to put in the work every day, just like we did with our other businesses and, and, you know, let the, uh, let the cards lie as they may.
2: I couldn't agree anymore. It was, it, it was truly like Josh said, eye opening. you know, I've, I've, I've built my social media platform for quite a while now and really went hard into it. And, you know, we've built our businesses and brands with it and and podcasting is another world man you know it's literally another world it's another game to understand um don't get me wrong there's a lot of application that you can use from social media with it and um it's for sure has helped but at the same time i you know i've told people all the time me and josh talk about it like there's a lot of new methods and rules that go into podcasting that if you don't learn them or understand them or really apply them like you know it's not gonna go um, as as a deadline or as as the result result driven way that you thought it was gonna go. And That's not how
3: it works. That's not how any of this
2: works. Pushing through, really just learning and applying along the way what we've also learned really helps.
0: Yeah, dude. You know, what. Well, let me ask you this. What is the purpose behind starting the podcast and your existing business? Like everybody has a different reason for doing so. Um, I know initially when we started the podcast, we were thinking about, uh, you know, I was thinking about real estate, right? I was like, Oh, cool. I'm gonna start a podcast. Everybody's going to listen and then I'm going to sell a ton of houses, right? That's how it's going to work. Uh, and it didn't quite pan out that way, but it turned out for us to be one of the greatest prospecting tools I've ever come across. I mean, yeah, you sell one house. Huh? Yeah, we, yeah. Well, I've sold more than one house for sure. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't like, you know, where we're that whole wave of things that you wanted or that you anticipated. Uh but but it has become one of the greatest prospecting tools I've met a lot of people like yourselves, met a lot of people here in San Diego. Uh some of those became clients, some of them became referral bases. I mean, all kinds of cool stuff that came out of it. But it didn't pan out what I intended to at the beginning. What what was your experience like?
3: Well, here in Miami, you know, uh where where we both live it's, it really is about networking, right. And building your network and facilitating and and nurturing the network that you do have. So for us, it it was more a way and not so much like, okay, for him to sell his coaching program and for me to sell my training programs, it was a way for us one to be able to get our message across because, you know, in the health and fitness sphere. and, And again, like Anthony said, it really does extrapolate to other areas of life. You mentioned at mindset, you know, even business in general, right? Like the foundation you set through living a healthy lifestyle really does correlate yeah. with having a healthy, successful business, with having healthy, successful relationships. Uh, so for us to be able to share the knowledge that we've gained from our network and, and we've gained from our experience the podcast gave us that platform to be able to do so.
2: And, it really, it, and I'm sorry to cut you off. It was no, just, let's go. I wanted to just add on like it, it really has, it really has opened doors in, in other ways of even strengthening your own relationships and network that you currently have. I think that's just another positive that I saw out on the podcast where it really solidifies that connection you have with the current, you know, big networks you're, you're working with. And also too, You bring them on, making them feel special, making them, you know, share their story, their spotlight, give them that spotlight. And it really solidifies that, man. It really creates a stronger core communication and and relationship with that person. And to me, that's a huge plus, because if you can also reinforce what you have already, um, you know, and and keep that, I think that's a huge win.
0: So. You know, for, for us, when we started it, when we started out, it was purely audio. We didn't have video component at the time. Uh, and it would, it really turned into a great way to have a business therapy session. So the bro, you know, the other business bro, uh, he's in, in the insurance side, we own an insurance agency together. We've done a lot of business stuff together. So we would sit and we'd talk about what's going on in our businesses, maybe, you know, different marketing strategies, you know, dollar productive activities, these sort of things. And we'd sit down and we'd like, you know, dig into it and, and, and we'd joke about it at the time, you know, Oh, you know, some of our listeners and it was like episode three, even nobody was listening, mom, maybe listened or mm. something like that. Right. But, mm. It was it was the shout ability for mom. us yeah shout out to mom who always listens right but it was the ability for us to sit down and talk about what we're doing in a public forum so that people started to and and, and slowly but surely people started to communicate right and they're like I'm going through the same thing I have that same struggle you know what I felt the same way and it kind of it allowed us to grow an audience uh, that maybe connected with us on a more personal level. And then eventually that kind of turned into more of a, of a business relationship for, for, for a few of them. Right. I can't say it's, it's the many, most of them, um, they follow along cause they, you know, like what we're saying or whatever, but not necessarily, I, I'll probably never meet them in person. I might never do business with them. Uh, but the message still gets out there when you, um, when you guys are talking on your podcast, is it specifically about what's going on in your business, or are you more geared towards like uh, you know different things that are that are you know health related, like how to do certain workouts or how to you know what you should be eating? What's what's the main premise of your show? Uh, it
3: really depends on the the guests that we have on and and really what their strengths are, what they've been able to do in their career. Uh, again, we're we're really just trying to use our platform, use our podcast as a way to allow people to understand that the struggles that they go through in life, they're not alone in, right? And the, uh, the, the, you know, achievements that they get, they're not alone in. So there, there's always, you know, and, and you, you probably know from your own business at times it can really feel like we're alone when we struggle, when we have difficulties, (laughs) even when we have successes, like who's there to celebrate with us, you know, so this is a, a great opportunity for us to be able to share those successes with other people with the people that listen to us as well as the difficulties because you know we fail all the time
2: exactly and 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 i think that's spot on too you know what Josh is saying just because you know when we do bring on these guests it's allowing the audience to hear from our side of our experiences successes and failures and also the guest and you know and some of these people who might you know, have come across that guest before, or maybe looks up to that guest and they hear something there that relates, that hits home run for them. That was like, wow, they went through that and they're this successful. They've been able to do it. They went through that. Holy crap, I went through that too. I'm going through that. There's no reason why I can't push forward. There's no reason why I can't move ahead in life. And I think it's just powerful when you can hear these conversations, you know, amongst certain people in your network or outside of your network when they come in and you guys collectively come together and communicate and share these experiences and stories and be able to see like what people are really all about their character, what built them, you know, what makes them stronger, you know, why they are where they're at and and showing people that, you know, you're not alone, you're not alone, but most most of the time, People have gone through a ton of shit, you know. I'm sorry to say, but, you know, if if somebody's going to tell you that, no, I haven't gone through anything, that's bullshit. You know, everybody's gone through something, you know, whatever it is
0: let's talk about persevering there. So, so I I titled the show quick tips, right? So, so let's, let's make some connections here. When I talk to my students, for example, um, especially, so I teach math, right? I teach a course called financial algebra, but I also have some, a couple ninth grade classes this year. So I'm teaching regular algebra. And when, when I, when I talk to them about math, I always tell them, I go, it's, it's, it's almost like working out. Like, the point at which you hit a road bump where you realize that you don't know something that is where the learning happens, right? This is where you persevere and you guys are in the fitness space Um, and, and I love, I love one of the videos that actually Will Smith put out. He's like, you know, the, the whole point in, in working out is actually to get your muscles to the point where they fail, right? Where you can't do a rep anymore because it's at that point that your muscles break down and then they heal. You get sore, you get stronger. And after that, your body makes an adjustment and you can do that. And the same persistence is necessary, whether it's a math class, whether it's an entrepreneur in business, whether it's, you know, your, your even, even things as, as dietary instructions. What are some some quick tips that you can get somebody who ha- maybe they took a break in their fitness? Maybe they took a break in their diet. Maybe they're ready to come back. Maybe they've been at it for a while, uh, but they just need to get back in the groove of things. What are some quick tips to get people back in motion and how does that help them in their regular life?
3: The number one thing I would say is, you know, people just have to get going. Yep. You know, at the end of the day, and I, I put this up on my Instagram story earlier, right before we get on the podcast. Uh, you know, you you don't get anywhere. Nothing changes if nothing changes, hmm. right? You're, you can't make progress staying in the same spot. So regardless of what the future holds, you got to get started because, you know, like you mentioned, perseverance leads to a lot of knowledge, right? Uh, Ryan Holiday's book is amazing, right? The obstacle is the way the biggest learning experiences that I've ever had in my life have come during the greatest disappointments without a doubt.
2: And I'm going to add add to, to plain and simple, keep it short is, and I've said it multiple times on our, on our podcast, but I have this saying where people need to reverse the famous phrase that goes ready, set, go. It needs to be go set ready Um, because you need to go. To set yourself up for success so you're ready to blow up or ready to achieve what you're here to achieve Um, and when you can do that and understand that imperfect actions is what leads to success and you create that urgency for yourself and you're able to trick your brain not to allow it to make you feel comfortable that's where you're going to start seeing results and that's why you have to dive into the unknown the uncomfortable to experience what is on the other side because you won't know if it is good for you or not. You won't know if you're, if you're going to love it or not until you experience that and allow yourself to go through that.
0: Dude, it's so true. I mean, and you're, you're preaching to the choir here. I'm, I'm big proponent on action. I'm, I talk about action all the time. My Instagram post today was the actions you take will inspire those around you to take action too. You want to be the inspiration. You got to act like the inspiration that you want to be right. Like, the fact that I get up every morning at 420 and then I start my workout and I I run my I love that. I'm a
3: 430 AM guy too. You're a
0: 430 AM guy. I got a 5 AM club. So from 5, from 5 AM to like about 530, um, I'm doing, and and I don't have like an intense workout, dude. I do 200 pushups, 200 sit-ups in that 30 minute period. And then I go for a three mile run and that's it. Like that's the extent of my working out. Right. Uh, but and, and here's the thing. I don't like running. And I tell people all the time, it's not, I don't look forward to running every single time I get started. However, I feel good when I'm done, right? When I'm done, it's like I've accomplished something. If I don't run, if I don't go out and do my workout, my day feels incomplete, no matter how productive it was. Cause I well, didn't complete everything I needed. And let
3: me ask you, you know, uh, how much or how much more productive are those days when you do work out?
0: Oh, way more. So and, and right. here's here's the irony behind it, right? The days I don't work out, I'm more lethargic, I'm more tired. I don't feel like I have the same energy as opposed to the days I do work out when I actually expunge all that energy, when I go for that run, when I'm sweating, when I'm you know, it, the morning is funny. After I take a shower, I still can't quite put all my clothes on because I'm still sweating, right? From oh, yeah. you know, I got yeah. kind of like, I sweat oh, all long.
3: day. I sweat all day down
0: here, man. Yeah, well, you're in you're in Florida. That's that's normal. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you, know, you Step up for a minute, you're done, you're drenched,
0: here. right? I don't know how you guys could ever Survive with no AC out there. It's impossible. Rats, man.
2: Like
3: anything else, lots Curious. of rats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but the other thing is, uh, I do identify as a runner, right? And, and this is something that my brother pushed on me. He's like, you are a runner. And I'm like, I know I, and, and I, I understand that I do call myself. I am a runner. I run my three miles a day. That is a runner, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like doing it. And I think people have this, uh, misconception of, you know, I, I I'll I'll do it when I feel like doing it, right? I, I'll do it when the time is right. You know, when 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 you know pigs fly, when when there's a solar eclipse, like there's always a date in the future when you're gonna think about getting started at some point later on, and that never happens. Yep.
2: Right. It's like it, look, it's like you said, you know um you're comparing work out working out with math you know who who likes math who really who likes working out you know you got to just do it if you want to be able to get through past that math test or be able to get the results you want working out you got to do it you got to put in that work you know obviously what you love is the result you love that result so much that so you're going to be willing to do whatever it takes to be able to get to what you love and that's doing certain things you don't love and that's the thing big one of the biggest things i see is a big problem with with a lot of people is that You'll, you'll see that whole notion of like, oh, but, you know, if you don't love it, you shouldn't do it. You know, if you don't love every moment, you know, then that's not for you. That's not for me. You got to only do what you love. And I'm like, go after what you love, guys, of course. But you got to understand that even in what you love, there's going to be shit you don't like to do. And you have to accept that. And if you love that thing so much, you're willing to do those little things that you don't love in it to be able to get that love, lovable result you want from it.
0: That is so true, dude. I, I had a student graduated my class about three years ago, right? Uh, and he wasn't a very good math student. He would, he's the type of student who comes to me like, he's like, see us, man. He's like, I I don't do good in math. Like, I don't I don't like it. I'm not very good. He got by, right? He passed. And then a few weeks ago, I see him on my Instagram feed. And he's giving a presentation about the median home prices in San Diego. And he's giving me a statistical analysis of what's going on. And I sent him a message on Instagram. I'm like, what happened, dude? I thought you didn't like math. Well, the difference is now it's part of his pocket, right? Now, if he if he learns what he's learning, he can close a deal and he makes his income. All of a sudden, there's relevance. You've applied some sort of important aspect to it, so now you're willing to learn it. And I tell my students the same thing all the time. Same thing with fitness, right? Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not saying you're gonna like going to the gym. I'm not saying you're gonna like picking up those weights. I'm not saying you're gonna like running. But if you want to feel better, if you're tired of being overweight, if you're tired of being you know worrying about the whole diabetic thing, if you're tired of the way your body looks in the mirror, you're the only one who has control to change that, yep. right? I mean, you're the only one who can make uh, anything happen, but it will take that work
3: yeah yeah every every single day, you know, and I've trained everyone from NFL players to ninety year old Alzheimer's patients and the the key factor that I found in every single person I've ever worked with that's found success in the gym, in their own business and whatever, is that act of just showing up no matter what. No matter how you're feeling, it's like a relationship, right? You might feel terrible uh, one day, but you can't take it out on your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, right? You you have to still show up and and put a smile on your face and do the things you need to do for that person so that you can get through the day and and have a better day the following one.
0: Oh, 100, dude. 100. All right, guys, let's get into some nitty gritty. Uh, you got somebody new coming in coming in that needs to start working out. What are some quick tips to get them in the process of doing this on a regular basis? They decided they're going to take action. What type of action should they take?
3: First thing I always tell people is real simple. Three, 52. Three days a week, 52 two weeks a year, you know, without worrying about Oh, well, what exercises and and what, you know, workouts and, you know, what diet plan? Go to the gym three days a week, 52 weeks a year. Once you can do that, then we can really start worrying about like the nitty gritty aspects of, of training.
2: And then another thing I want to say in here is make sure you're working out for you. That's a good one. Don't work out for somebody else because this happens all the time where you get a lot of people, they'll come, hey, look, I need to do training because you know, my wife told me or my doctor told me and I'm just here because I have to. Don't don't just go because you have to go because you want to because if you're going because you have to, I will tell you that you're going to fall flat on your face along the way because you're not putting 100% and then guess what? Your experience is not going to be that good. You're either going to blame more yourself or the trainer and say it's their fault or whatever it is and then you're gonna rebound you're not you're gonna actually be scared to go back into training later on um it's gonna be a worse probability down the road for you
0: i like that that totally makes sense work out for you uh, but it, it always comes down to that right it, and it, it doesn't matter fitness or business it the accountability lies on you again like i and and this is this is something that it, as soon as you can come to this realization listeners as soon as you come to this realization your life will be so much better. You can never change anybody. You can't change somebody's opinion. You can't change somebody's perspective. The only thing you have control over is how you react to a particular situation or how you respond to, to a situation. You're the only one that you can control. So if you can change your perspective on how things are happening, work out for yourself. Not because mom told you. Not because your wife told you. Because you want to. Like, And, and that that goes for everything. Whatever happens in your life aside from like, you know, walking down the street and you get hit by a car or, you know, you get diagnosed with cancer. We have no control over things like that, but everything else you have control over in your life. You don't like your financial position, go make more money. You don't like your house, go find another place. You don't like your body work out a little more, right? There's, there's all kinds of things that you can do, but there it's up to you. The accountability lies on you. Yeah. All right. What's another thing. All right. So working out for you, what's next? Hmm.
3: I don't know. You want to take it? Oh, I said the last one. You oh, okay. One? All right, <laughs> uh, you know uh, another another big thing, just to kind of piggyback off of what what Anthony said, is you know once you once you start working out for you, then it's really up to you to def- to clearly define your goals, right, and write them down because too often, just like we were we were mentioning about you know working out for someone else, and then that kind of you know diminishing to the point where you don't where you aren't motivated at all, same thing happens with your goals, right? If they aren't specific enough and by specific, I mean, very, very specific to the point where, you know, Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to start going to the gym. Okay. When are you going to go to the gym? Where are you going to go to the gym? How are you going to get there? What time are you going to go? What days are you going to go? You know, what are you going to, then what are you going to do while you get there? Like, okay, I'm going to do lower body. Like you said, I'm going to do my 200 pushups. I'm going to do, you know, 200 sit ups. I'm going to run three miles. Okay. Perfect where are you going to do that at? Okay, I'm going to do that at Equinox. Okay, what Equinox? The one in San Diego. Okay, what street is that on? Where are you going to park? All that stuff really matters because you're removing all of those scapegoats for why you're not holding yourself accountable, right? Whereas if I just said, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to start going to the gym as my New Year's resolution. There's so many ways that you can get out of that that it makes it almost impossible to accomplish. Whereas if you're extremely specific to the point that you have it down to where you're going to park when you go to the gym, it's almost impossible to not hold yourself accountable.
2: hundred percent. And then from there, I would say one of the most important things you can do is calendar in the time and day you're going to go put it in your calendar. Um, and this goes for anything you apply in your day, business, family, workout, food, anything. What's most important for you? Put it in there. And if gonna, if that workout is going to be important for you, you need to calendar it and you need to stick to it. And I tell people all the time, if you don't respect your schedule, your schedule won't respect you. And if that's the case, you're not respecting the time you're supposed to work out. It ain't going to respect you and you're not going to get the results you want.
3: Well, it's like what Jocko says, right? Discipline equals freedom. The more mm-hmm. disciplined you can be with your schedule, the more time you actually have to be able to do the things you want to do because you don't have to think about all that.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, he talks, I, I talk about accountability. He calls it extreme ownership and you mm-hmm. know, that's, that's exactly it, right? That's, that's you taking control of what it is you want to do. Put it on your calendar, define your goals, make sure that you're in a position where you, where you're putting yourself in a position where you can succeed. You know, I told you I do the 200 pushups, 200 sit-ups and I I'd get them done in that half hour. It didn't start off that way. Right. It, I started off by saying, okay, I'm going to do these 200. I'm I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to get this done. But I knew my body wasn't capable of doing that. So what did I do? I was like, okay, I'm going to set a timer. So I got an alarm. I set it at 5 a.m. I set it at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. Every time the timer goes off, I'm going to stop what I'm doing on my laptop. I'm going to drop right here next to my microphone. And I'm going to do my 50 sit-ups and my 50 push-ups. And then when the next hour comes up, I don't care if it takes me 10 minutes, if it takes me 45 minutes to do my 50 push-ups and 50 sit-ups, I'm going to get them done. And I'm going to do that every single hour until my body. And let me tell you, the first two weeks sucked. My body hurt and it was in pain, but it was a defined goal. Right, I knew exactly it was on my calendar. My alarm would go off to sense it out, and I achieved the goal. Anything you put before you, if you define it clearly and you put that time and you take away every excuse. Like I knew it was when my alarm goes off right here next to my computer. I'm gonna drop down and do my push. Like there's no excuse. I, it, you could be in the kitchen, cool. Well, your alarm goes off. You better get upstairs, and you're gonna be right there and do your stuff. Right. Define your goals and put it in your calendar is is vital. Uh, and not just for working out, but again, ladies and gents, that's why for me the whole workout thing is is such a, a such an important part of my life because it parallels with what I do on a regular basis. My schedule lives on the calendar. Like I had a kid literally ask me that today. How do you how do you teach school and run your business and do the podcast? Like, how do you do that? And I just busted out my calendar. I'm like, Do you see spots that are open? That's all that I have available. Like, if, if it does, if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. It's that simple. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. No, a hundred percent. And you know, it's super important for everyone who's listening to understand that your brain wants you to be comfortable because being comfortable means you're going to survive, right? Like, the 21st century came real quick for us. Our our bodies were made, you know, to to. We're work. still cavemen. Right. We're exactly. We're still cavemen. You know so your body wants you to be comfortable because
2: josh knows i'm a caveman oh seriously (laughs) you know because that
3: allows us to to survive and and continue on the the feeling of anxiety of being scared of of frustration all of that stuff isn't isn't how we were we were built to to run so now that we have a, a very comfortable life compared to when we were cavemen you know, you have to go out there and you have to seek that uncomfortability. You have to seek that anxiety in a positive, constructive way, you know, because if not, it's going to find you like you were saying, you're going to end up, you know, staying put, staying exactly where you you don't want to be instead of going to where you do want to be because of that that fear that you have.
2: Exactly. And, and also, too, guys, like just realize like and, I, and I'm going to say this again. One of the things I always say is understand that the world doesn't stop for you. So why are you going to stop for the world? Mm. Like really let that sink in because if you just sit here and wait for something to fall on your lap, it's not going to come. It's not, it's not going to happen. Your workout results, your business results, your relationship growth with your, with your spouse or, or boyfriend or girlfriend or with your kids, with whoever it is or whatever it is you're trying to do, it's not going to come unless you put in the, put in the work. And you have to literally go and get it yourself. You know everything is about going getting it yourself and going to ask. Don't be scared to ask. Don't be don't be scared to go get what you want
0: and just go do it.
2: Just You're definitely not. It. I'm
3: not. Not right <laughs> like after cave, at all.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of going and getting, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have this uh, one last question real quick because it's always one of those hot topics. Uh, when it comes to fitness in your body, 80% of it tends to be diet, not so much uh, exercise. Not that exercise isn't important, but 80% of what you the results you want tend to lie in the diet phase. Uh, and when people ask me about diet, I I tell them I'm not on a, a diet. I just don't eat, you know, bad stuff during the week. And on the weekend, I tend to eat bad stuff. That's just how I operate. But at least with my working out on a regular basis, I maintain where I'm at. Um, and, and then you hear people talk about, oh, I should do a keto diet, I should do, you know, I, I only eat, I'm a vegan, or I only eat uh, certain types of, of meat or whatever the situation is. What's your guys' opinion on, on diet?
3: Uh, you know, me personally, and I'm going to sound like a broken record. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but it's, it's all about consistency, everything, all those diets that you just mentioned, the, the underlying foundation is all the same, right? Reduction of, of unhealthy fats and sugar, right? Portion, portion control, which if you're trying to lose weight, the only thing that matters is that you're burning more calories than you're eating at the end of the day. That's it, right? More fruits and vegetables depending on the diet, right? Some are different carnivore or paleo or keto, uh, but, but more, more vegetables. And, you know, depending on which diet it is, maybe you have more fat, maybe you have more carbohydrates, maybe you have more protein, protein sources vary, right? But the, but the underlying thing is reduction in calories and consistency. The the best diet is the one that you're going to stick to. It's the truth. It's the
2: truth. It's like Josh said, you know, and understanding too, like, you know, If you stick to one for a while and, you know, later on you want to switch, just understand you got to stick to that one too, to see the results.
3: I mean, I've done them all, you know, if it fits your macros, I've done key. I did keto for a year, like real strict keto. My breath was terrible, (laughs) terrible. (laughs) You know, I've done paleo. I've done, you know, carb heavy diets. It all depends on where I'm at in life in that current moment. And again, what's what I'm going to be able to do
2: day in and day out. And guys, don't forget to drink water. Yeah. Drink
0: oh water. my gosh. Uh that's one of my greatest pieces of advice, by the way, is drink water. And when you think you haven't drank enough water yet, you're probably right. You haven't drank enough water yet. Uh, and, and even when you, you have, know, you probably still haven't. Yep. It, yeah, you know, and, and even and it's when funny. you're
2: fishing like a horse, you probably still haven't drank enough. You
0: probably enough. still have it, right? And and that's funny Between because people are like, fast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the other thing is people are like, Oh, but I have to snack. I'm like, No, you don't drink water, I promise you, you will be mm. full. Like yeah. just go with the water. I don't like the way it tastes and drink it cold. Cause then it really has no taste. <laughs> like yeah. there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot, it's, it's the, the fuel that your body needs. You know, that, that three, that 3 p.m. feeling where you're tired and you're looking at the clock and you feel like you need coffee. No, you chances are you need water. Yeah. right? Like water is the uh, magic elixir. I promise you it, it, it hung over drink water. Like oh, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff that water fixes. I don't take aspirin. I don't take pain relievers. There's nothing that I need. You know, I, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that the reason why I don't need any of this stuff is because I drink water all day.
3: I mean, your body's mostly made of water. So, yep. you know, if you drink enough of it, good things are going to happen to you in the long run.
2: And I would also add like, food water whatever you're intaking into your body like be intentional with it you know like really be intentional with it you know don't just rush and 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 go through it just to have it because you're marking off the checklist because I have to eat I have to drink my water like you know actually be intentional with it well and you probably don't have to eat you know
3: like it's okay it's okay to be hungry
0: yeah that's true too yeah you know that's that's a that's something weird americans don't talk about that what do you mean okay to be hungry right. and we give it what do you we mean? Give I shouldn't
3: it, eat every 45 minutes like i'm you know ronnie coleman <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> what no well i mean but but, but we have that uh, whole idea of fast food right wow well, i'm just gonna grab two tacos real quick from jack in the box or whatever you know what i mean like oh it's it's okay i'm just gonna grab that, that those fries i'm good i'm good real quick you know like, what i, love I what they have on the west coast though del taco
2: you're, yeah. you're a fan of yeah, del taco I'm, i like
3: del taco i'm See, not I'm a big fast De-
0: food guy but when i'm on the
3: west coast uh in and out and del taco and, I'll, I'll and i
2: it. like jack in the box
0: so it's so a jack in the box is big over here uh there's a lot of them san diego based company right in and out for Street. sure in and out for sure i'm not a big fan of del taco but it's probably because i'm in san diego so we got a ton of taco <laughs> shops like mexican yeah. taco shops so like you know yeah, I go to Del Taco's I like, go to Taco Bell. Eh, whatever. But people
3: people might hate me, but I, I'll honestly say I think five guys is better than In N Out though.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, you'll get some hate for that I know, one, dude. Me, been ro- I've been roasted before, man. I've been
3: But the grilled jalapenos, that, that, that wow. sells me every
0: time. I'll tell you what, the the fries at uh, at Five Guys are good. The fries yeah. the fries are really good.
3: Anytime I can get extra, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. Just dump them in the bag. It's all yeah. good. It's all yeah.
2: good. We don't yeah. need that crap. I'll cup. eat anything you put in front of me. That's a, Dude, you know, <laughs> that's a fact. That's
0: a fact. You know what's funny is is I'm I'm a lot the same way. Like I don't really eat very much throughout the day. I'll have a sometimes I'll have a good breakfast. I make the kids breakfast. I'll have breakfast. I don't tend to really eat lunch. And it's not because I'm I'm not like sometimes the wife will bring in, you know, especially now distant learning, she'll bring me like a, she'll make like a strawberry salad or something and and I'll eat if she fixes something up, but I usually don't eat and then I'll eat dinner and sometimes I won't even eat dinner. If I eat a hefty enough breakfast, I won't eat dinner. And she gets on my case, like, you know, you're, you you got to eat three meals a day. I'm like, I just eat when I'm hungry. Like if I'm hungry, then I'll eat. Intuitive if I'm, if eating, I'm not though. hungry, yep. like then why eat? Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Force I me. mean, that's, that's what we call an intuitive eating, right? Understanding the triggers and the sensations that your body are having and and act accordingly
2: and also too, like keep in mind you know if also seeing how your training regimen goes you know and your body requires you know a certain amount of fuel and you you know you need it then take it you know so also that can play a huge role in you know the food you're 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 ingesting you know depending on your training regimen as well
0: Dude, my my stomach talks to me. If if it talks to me, then I'm probably hungry. Like that's how, that's usually my gauge. And then literally anybody else can probably hear. It. It's like it's like talking to me. Like come on, dude. All right, I'm ready to eat something. And that's usually the time I go and I'll I'll grab something, right? And then I'm good. And then I I just keep going. And I don't know, man. It's it's uh it's probably not by the book, but it's uh it's the way I operate, man. So I just, yeah, oh, if sure. it works for
3: you, it works for you. That's it's all like, that
2: matters. It's like another big problem you see all the time is like.
0: They're like, oh my God, the baby didn't
2: eat enough. You know, they only wanted like five, six bites, and now they're not. And then you get that, especially if you come from, you know, I've come from Aladdin family. It's like you gotta eat till everything's done off the plate. And I remember <laughs> shoving down my mouth as a baby. I remember my family. My mom would be like, I now I look back and I think I did a mistake. You know, by shoving so much food until you made you force eat it, because that's how we were. Like, oh my God, he didn't eat enough. He's not, he's not chunky enough or he's not, he's not healthy because he's not going to be strong, you know? And it's just a huge misconception of thinking that you have to eat every single thing off the plate.
0: Oh, dude, it's definitely a Latin thing. My mother-in-law always tells a story how she, when she met my, <laughs> my father-in-law, she goes, she goes, yeah, I like them, but he was skinny. And I just thought to myself, I'm going to plump him up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how it works, dude. Yeah. And, and sure enough, man, good cooking. will do that to you. Oh, All right, oh, fellas. Yeah uh time i gotta get going here on time but it was a real pleasure having you guys on the show i uh, hope you guys Thanks enjoyed that it. uh appreciate it. yeah of course man of course maybe we'll do a swap i'll go i'll, I'll hop over to your show and we'll yeah, do another one great. Great. Oh,
3: for sure that'd be great we'll Definitely. uh
0: we'll send you the link awesome all right ladies and gents check out sweat it out podcast uh these guys are are on how often do you guys put put shows out
3: uh three three times a week tuesday thursday fridays yep. all sweet 15 p.m
0: ripping it and where can we find you
3: uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are, are played. Yep.
0: Cool. And then if uh, people want to get a hold of you for uh, coaching or, or workout stuff, how do they get a hold of you?
2: So um, Instagram, you can find me at Mendez Fitness, M-E-N-D-E-Z Fitness. Um, and my email is MendezFitnessPro at gmail.com. And my YouTube is Mendez Fitness.
3: And you can find me on Instagram at the MVMT Coach. And my website is same thing, the mvmtcoach.com.
0: sweet fellas. All right, ladies and gents. Hope you, hopefully you guys had fun on the show today and learned a little something. Just get out there, drink your water, work out, have a good time and live life to the fullest. That's all we got for you guys today, fellas. Thanks again. Peace. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. And we're Just out. Love.
1: Thank you for listening to the business bros podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income?